pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. John Bishop back here in Washington, D.C. Final score, Jays win 63-53. Both Baylor Shireman and Trey Alexander joining me here on the U.S. Bank postgame show. And first off, guys, you know, it wasn't the best shooting night of the season for us, but what do you think was the key to the win? Baylor, we'll start with you. Um, I definitely just think def- defensively, you know, obviously I don't have the statue in front of us, but, you know, there are two main guys, you know, Primo Spears and, and you know, Murray. Um, they're, they're, they're a load to handle, and, yeah, you know, to hold them to, to that, those shooting numbers, um, that's pretty good. And, obviously, you know, you have to be able to win different ways, especially, you know, coming down the stretch of the season. And so finding a way to win this one when we weren't shooting it great was uh, good for us. And, Trey, your primary guy was Spears tonight, 5 of 18. He did not score in the first half. Yeah, yeah I mean, like you said, the shots weren't falling, so – I mean, we came up with a good game plan to kind of cut him off. I mean, obviously, he was averaging 17 before coming into this game. So we knew he was a big part of their offense. And we knew that if we, like, I had to deny him when he got off of it. So, I mean, just us having a good game plan played played a big role. But, I mean, just when we're not making shots, we got to get stopped. So that's one of our identities. He is so good at hitting mid-range. But especially in the first half, he wasn't really getting off two feet. He was kind of throwing things up a little bit off of one leg. What yeah. was what was your primary assignment in terms of how you had to guard him? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, me and Calk talk about it all the time because I know that if I get beat, then I have Calk Brenner behind me. But, I mean, the main thing was like when he, when I seen him try to get into the rhythm dribble when he was about to shoot a mid-range, I just tried to scoot up into him and kind of make it hard for him. And so, I mean, when I know that if he didn't take the shot, that if he was able to get past me, then I'd rather him take a two over Calk Brenner than to get to a shot that he makes about 45% of the time. So, I mean, it was really just game planning, us watching a lot of film and me and, and, me and Calk Brenner kind of just being thinking about it and connecting together. It's okay if you want to admit it because that was your job last week on Boom. Yeah. And then you got the first foul, and then R2 took yeah. over and basically had him the rest of the way. So yeah. you, it's okay if you take it personally. Yeah. That should have been your job. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, obviously I love guarding the best player on the other team, but, I mean, I believe in my teammates. Obviously R2 is is really good at playing defense. Obviously he knows how to get through screens very well. And he knows how to stay on somebody's hip. He's just a little shorter than me, so he can't really contest the same amount of shots that I can. But R2 is a great defender in his own right, so. Well, Baylor, another double-double tonight. It had to be a workmanlike effort, didn't it? Yeah, you know, it wasn't easy. You know, obviously, you know, shots aren't going in, and, and that's part of the game. You know, we talked about it in the locker room after the game. You know, all of us are putting in extra shots, so sometimes they just don't go in. But, uh, you know, you have to be able to affect the game in other ways, and um, that's just, you know, what, what I tried to do tonight. You know, it's interesting because over the course of these last 10 games, outside of tonight, you guys haven't had to rely on the three as much. You've shot a lot of twos. I think 71% of your field goals have been twos down in this run, which is a little different than our usual let it fly philosophy. How much, and I know you especially, working the ball inside, getting into the post, trying to make things happen there. How much have you guys consciously, again, you're a good three-point shooting team, but how much of it consciously is, hey, we want to play more inside out versus outside in? Well, I just think, you know, if we can get things going on the inside, it just opens it up way more, you know, for us to shoot threes. And um, that's just, you know, kind of been our MO these last, you know, few games, and it's been working for us, so we're going to continue to, you know, try to do it. 
Is this your first time to Washington, D.C.? This is my first time, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. I'm a big history guy, so obviously being here and seeing all the, all the places and whatnot, um, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, the, the guys got to go out for about an hour or so and do a quick bus tour of the city. When you finally get back here to you know, experience it more long-term, what do you want to see? Um, well, I'd like to like visit the White House. You know, I, I didn't get to go there. I'd like to go to Arlington Cemetery. I didn't get to go there. Um, kind of just, you know, get more in depth and things. It was kind of just a quick go walk up, see, not really be able to like go and read things and stuff like that. So I just want to visit everywhere and just, you know, really soak it in. And Trey, this is old hat for you. I mean, you've been here before. Yeah, been yeah, here. I've been here a couple <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> How big, I mean, again, Mac talks about it. So you play a third of the games where you want to bottle it up and take it with you anywhere because you're playing just above and beyond. A third of the time you play good. And a third of the time you play poorly. And I don't, I don't want to make it sound like this was a poorly played game, but offensively it wasn't yeah. great. To win ugly games, you, you had to do that last year. Yeah. Did you have to draw back from a little bit of last year's um, you know, expertise to, yeah. to get out a win here tonight? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like it's just a big thing about preparation. Uh, obviously, we prepare very much more on the defensive end than on the offensive end because we know that we can score. So, I mean, obviously, shots weren't falling tonight, but our MO is defense, and obviously, we're a great defensive team. We're one of the, in my opinion, we're the best defensive team in the Big East. So, we take that identity and we run with it. We try to, you know, try to go with it and be able to prepare against a great team that we felt like had a lot of offensive weapons. They just haven't really been able to put it together this year. So, I mean, for us to come out here and not have a good shooting night and still be able to pull out a victory like that is big for us going into March. One more question for each of you, and it's about Villanova. Mm -hmm. First time we play them this year, what yeah. are you expecting? Uh, we're expecting to win. Uh, that's just that's just what it is. Uh, we're, we're back at the house. We've strung together five wins in a row so I mean we want to play in play in front of our fans and get the momentum on our side and be able to ride that out so I mean obviously they have Justin Moore back so they're at full strength so we want to be able to uh, get our get back from the Big East tournament last year. And Baylor these are the types of games you wanted to play I mean Villanova's been the you know the standard bearer of our league maybe not having the season they went to this year but this, these are the kind of games you want to be involved in. Yep, like you said, it's a big-time game. Uh, you got to treat every game, you know, kind of like like it's a big-time game. But, you know, uh, like Trey said, you know, they're at full strength, and, you know, they're going to be ready to go for sure. It's going to be a fun atmosphere, and, you know, we're just going to play. Good luck. Congratulations, guys. And, by the way, Providence and Xavier have gone to overtime, tied at 76, 76 to 76. Providence trailed by double digits in the first half but got within four at halftime, and then they went back and forth in the second half, and now 76-76, uh, actually now 78-76. Xavier's just taken the lead one minute into overtime. Time for the Coach Mac postgame brought to you by Lawler's Custom Sportswear for original custom-made designs. The best-dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear, lawlerscustom.com. Mac, does this fit into your rule of thirds that maybe this was one of the thirds where at least offensively you didn't play the way you want? That's what I was going to say. Uh, you, can, you can control a lot of things in this game. Sometimes you can't control whether you make shots or miss shots. And we missed some around the rim and uh, <clears throat> missed some really good looks at threes from some of our best shooters. Um, but defensively and rebounding, we didn't let the fact that we we're missing shots impact that part of the game. So um, this was a gritty, gutty win. And, you know, to Coach Ewing's credit, his team continues to play hard and compete. And I thought both teams really competed defensively. It was a physical game. Um, and baskets weren't easy to come by. So, you know, thank God we brought our defense with us because, uh, you know, when that travels, it at least gives you a chance. What was the difference? You know, you went on the 18-3 to run in the last six minutes of the first half. 
versus how it started in the second half. What was the difference? We had a few turnovers in uh, early, and I think a couple of those turnovers were going to lead. You know, we had the back door that was going to be open. We didn't execute it. We had a pass to Kalkbrenner that was going to be open. We didn't execute the pass. Uh, you know, so instead of scoring four quick points and, and creating some separations, we, we allowed them to kind of hang around. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we turned it over more than we usually do there the second half. But, uh, again, you, we gutted it out. It was a gritty win and you know you got it over the course of the season you got to have some of these and uh we'll take it we'll get on the plane with a smile on our face second game in a row you take a top scorer in our league and frustrate him and while he did end up i'm looking at the wrong box score 10 points well i did end up with 10 points no points in the first half but you're going to take 10 points on five of 18 shooting talk about trey's effort tonight yeah i think both uh you know, Trey and also Baylor and the guys that switched on to Murray, uh, you know, for those guys to score 21 points on 32 shots, uh, you know, that's what you want your defense to do. And, and I thought we forced him, especially the first half and early in the second half. <coughs> he got to his spots late against a couple of our switches. Uh, but I thought, we, I thought we made him take the shots we wanted him to take. And they were really challenging, difficult shots. And then for the most type, part, we were able to control the defensive glass. And at least I thought that stretch in the first half where we went on the run, I thought both teams were tired. I thought our guys did a really good job of playing through it and continuing to run in transition. Um, and we were able to wear them down and get some easy baskets. And once again, <laughs> second chance. You go, you go 16 second chance points on 10 offensive boards, and most of that was in the first half. And I thought that was when Georgetown got the lead in the se- in the first half, and then you went on the run. I think it was I, I think it was Brian Kalk who got a big offensive board, went to the foul line. You know, your work on the glasses yeah, has Kalk, been really good. Yeah, Kalk got one. Baylor got on the floor for one. Trake flew in there and got one and yes. kicked it out for a three. Uh, so you know, we had some really good second efforts on the offensive glass that that led to easy opportunities for us and on a night when you don't shoot it well you need something that's going to flip the switch for you and and tonight it was certainly those second chance points and you keep getting great minutes out of arthur i know it's 12 points on 12 shots but eight more rebounds a couple of offensive ones in there you know his 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 effort just continues to to be there every game yeah i mean i've never ever questioned art's effort he works his tail off and and not just in in games and practice and his individual workouts um you know arts arts Art understands what it takes to be a good player, and since Christmas, he's he's been a different guy with his activity, and uh, that was obvious again tonight. Well, as uh, as Trey mentioned, Justin Moore is back for Villanova. He just came back a game ago against Providence. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.